0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Buka Banta. I'm your host, my name is Amanda. This is a podcast where we talk about sustainable community development in Nigeria. And the hope of this is that as we learn and grow, we can become better people for our society. In the month of December, I'm doing something I'm calling Podmas, where I'm recording and releasing an episode of the podcast every single day for the first 25 days of December. So far, today is the seventh day, and we are going strong. I haven't missed a day yet. Whoop whoop. Okay. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you can leave a like or a review, you can do that. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, if you ever want to ask the podcast any questions, or chime in, or just want to give me your opinion on something I'm talking about, You can do that. There is a link in the description to send a voice note through the Anchor app if you have that. Or you could always DM me on Instagram. It works just as well. Thank you so much. Have a good time listening. Yay. Okay, guys. I feel like the past couple of episodes have been like serious, then chill, then serious, then chill. Maybe that's the rhythm I'm in. No promises. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but we'll just take it as it goes and see what I come up with. Today, I want to talk about something a little bit more serious. If you are Nigerian, and a lot of you are, you would, you should be aware that we are entering another recession right now. Um, this is an issue because we were just coming out of a recession that happened in 2015 when oil prices crashed. This year, it's still oil. But instead of it being because oil prices crashed, it's kind of as a result of the pandemic and oil production was low because people couldn't work in the factories and all that stuff had to be shut down. So oil production is at an all-time low, not an all-time low, but a low in recent years and that has affected our economy. Um, Right now, the Naira to dollar rate is about 500 Naira to one dollar Which is still mind-blowing, because I remember when it was 150 Naira to a dollar, and I thought that was excessive. But, like, I never thought we'd be here. The issue with this, and I feel like our government knows this, and, like, this is the information that, like, only me is privy to. This is just information that is out there, and people know this. And our government has access to the internet, same as I, and has access to educated people, and access to people who would know what they're talking about when it comes to finance, and the economy, and the environment. Crude oil is not really the thing to base your economy on. So, Nigeria has a dynamic economy, which basically means that we have our hand in a lot of different things, right? When our GDP comes and we see how much money came from this, and came from this, a lot of money is coming from a lot of different places. But a large portion of our money is from crude oil production. So if anything happens and we're not able to meet the standard or meet the quota of crude oil that we need to survive as people and to maintain our economy, then we're at a loss, right? And then who suffers for that? The people. The issue, and I said we have a dynamic economy we do, but the problem with that is that the rest of our big ticket items, let's say, are private, right? A lot of Nigeria's economy and GDP and status in the world is dependent on the private sector, which it shouldn't really be. Things shouldn't always, like, they shouldn't, everything shouldn't be privatized, and a lot of Nigeria is privatized. The government doesn't own almost anything, really. And the problem with that is that when the government falls short in the things that the government falls short on, all that money from the private sector, it doesn't go to the government. It doesn't belong to the government. It belongs to the individuals who run those companies and all those businesses and do those things, right? So, people like you and me, regular people, who don't have this big bank account, who are dependent on the government to be able to maintain the level of our economy, it's kind of disappointing when the government is only putting all their eggs in one basket. And it's the finite basket as that. Like... Crude oil production is not a sustainable business. Everyone knows this right now. Crude oil is a finite source. Yes, you may have crude oil, and we have a lot of crude oil in Nigeria, but eventually, crude oil will run out because it takes time that we don't have in our lifetimes to have carbon decompose to the point where you get crude oil back. So theoretically, crude oil is a finite resource that you could run out of. That being said, Nigeria also is blessed enough that we have we are good at a lot of things. And we have a lot of things that if the government decided to like put their hands in those things and help flourish those things, it would diversify our economy. So what a diversified economy is, <laughs> on basic level, it means that it's the process of like shifting an economy away from a single income source so right now in nigeria we have a single major income source which is crude oil and the problem is that we are dependent we are all dependent on crude oil production if it goes up we're like we're good if the prices are low like it's just it's all basic economic supply and demand right if there's still a demand for crude oil and we're not able to meet up with that demand we lose out When everything is going good, there's demand, and we have the supply, then everything is good. If there's demand and no supply, like what happened in 2015, it crashes again for us. And the only people who get hurt are not the politicians, not the people who are richer and have all these things, but it's the regular people. The middle class, the lower class, the working class people in Nigeria. And that is problematic because we have the kind of landscape, number one, the kind of raw materials and resources that should have almost a perfect closed-system economy. What the government needs to do, and this is a simple process in theory, and if you have people who are thinking about the environment, or thinking about our economy in a way that should be sustainable, would do, and it's it's not a one-step, it's not like you do one thing and then you're done. It's a process, but it's an easy process. It's not that complicated. We need to start investing in things that are renewable. Whether that means investing in renewable energy, or investing in agriculture, or investing in the labor market, which is the people. Right now, the Nigerian economy does neither of the three that I suggested. We don't invest in renewable energy, we don't invest in our labor markets back, and we don't strengthen our agricultural systems. Nigeria is too diverse of a place for us to still be Dependent on the same resource for for everything. And even within the crude oil production, a lot of our crude oil production still gets split with other people. Like, for example, why is Shell still there? Why are they still there? It doesn't make sense. Like, all these were Like, Nigeria has an opportunity to monopolize the market on crude oil in Nigeria. Realistically speaking, um, NNPC should be the only one. Like, ideally speaking, they should be the only one with the rights to drill oil in Nigeria. They should be the sole determiner of the price of oil in Nigeria and leveraging that price of oil with whatever countries we're we are exporting to. Similarly, investing in agriculture is almost a perfect system because we will always have plants and we will always have animals. Whether it is not importing things that we're already importing, because we import a lot of food which is ridiculous because a lot of the food we eat in Nigeria is grown in Nigeria. So why are we exporting the raw materials and importing the finished product? That doesn't make sense. Expand our agricultural industry to include factories, proper farming systems. Industrial farming is a problem, and I would say don't support that, but support the local farmers. Strengthen their capacity to be able to hire more people expand their land to be able to have organic, sustainable subs- subsistence style farming, but on a large scale. which is in theory how it would work. Um, agriculture is almost like a best bet. When you invest in agriculture, you invest in people directly in the labor market. You are investing in your education because not more people can afford to go to school and you're strengthening your labor markets. Because now agriculture becomes a viable, marketable, competitive career path for a lot of people, which it really isn't doing right now. Plus, Nigerians are always creating more innovations in agriculture. They're just not getting recognition from Nigeria. Nigeria is almost... Like, Nigerian farmers are doing a lot in the international landscape in terms of, like, innovating the way food is being grown on a global scale. We also have so much like wildlife. We have a diverse enough wildlife in Nigeria that we will be able to manage consumption, manage production, and possibly even export to other countries. But we don't even need to. Besides exporting to other countries, we should be able to provide food for Nigerians in Nigeria. And we don't do that right now. Majority, I know it's kind of, I don't like to talk about Nigeria in terms of the poverty line because I think the poverty line system is inherently racist and um, problematic because it doesn't take into consideration the buying power of the other country's currency I don't think it's realistic to have a global system of poverty and wealth based on one single country's currency that you can't really, a dollar does nothing, really. Basically speaking, you can't even use a dollar at a vending machine. It's almost useless. So when you say 500 naira to a dollar, on the international landscape, it's, it's bad. And for, like, economy, it's bad. But 500 naira can go a, a lot longer way than a dollar. So, our potential is there, and I know that we're battling systems that... And we're using systems that were not, not put in place for us to succeed. So, we have to find a way to decolonize ourselves because using Western philosophy and Western um, practices as a mandate for our own selves will not decolonize us and will keep us at the mercy of their systems every single day. And that's what we're trying to not do, so, yeah. I hope you understood what I'm trying to say, basically. (laughs) I hope I explained it in a way that makes sense. This is basically, like, a little peek into what it is like to have an environmental studies degree. Because this is what we talk about in class. And this is what we learn. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a good time listening to me rant about the economy. And about finance. And about the environment. (laughs) But realistically speaking, crude oil dependency is a problem for everyone. And every country needs to be divesting away from crude oil. But I care about Nigeria right now. And I feel like Nigeria is in a good position to actually do that. Because a lot of countries other than Nigeria don't have a diverse of... Um, what am I trying to say? They don't have as diverse opportunities as Nigeria has and we are in a unique position in the world, and we need to take advantage of that and leverage that for better lives for our people. Thank you for listening again. (laughs) Have a really good day. This is coming late, so I'll try to do tomorrow's episode a little earlier, but today was a busy day, child. Hmm. Anyways, see you on the flip side, aka tomorrow. Peace.